the DI Guys podcast was created to share the best ideas, strategies, and concepts so you can have conversations to help you exponentially grow your DI sales. While they may have lost their hair, they have not lost their minds. Here are the DI Guys, Chris Carlson and Mike Cogdo. This is Chris Carlson, and welcome to this episode of the DI Guys podcast. I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Mike Coggle. Mike, what is going on in Denver today? Chris, good morning, and uh, happy Thanksgiving week. Um, whether you're with friends, family, on your own, with your spouse, your children, um, let's just all make the most of it regardless, because at the end of the day, I think most of our listening audience, I, I think we all have an awful lot to be thankful for, even being in our industry it's not a bad place to be. We didn't get furloughed. We didn't get laid off. The fact that we can control our own destiny, this is one of those times, I think, as we reflect that, you know what, it's probably paid dividends to be in this particular business at this particular time. And our goal is still to get out and help people. A little cloudy this morning, though. I always have to give you the weather update. Been doing it for a year. Woke up this morning to about four inches of snow on top of our vehicles, um, which obviously here can happen anytime, as you said earlier this morning when we were just chatting, that it can be four inches of snow and 60 tomorrow, and I'm pretty sure that's the forecast for the rest of the Thanksgiving week. Um, all in all, things are, you know, looking up. A, you know, we just saw yesterday, COVID, COVID has, has taken a toll. They, I, I was watching the news, Chris, um, and here they said if we do another four weeks of shutdowns, which we've started the lockdowns again, and I'm not, arguing, I'm just telling people what is on the news. Um, some counties have obviously fought not to do it. They're now saying that over 47% of all restaurants in Colorado will be out of business by January 1st, not to probably return. doesn't mean the new people won't come in and start again. But, you know, we look at the COVID, and I've talked to my friends, my producers, producers, um, RVPs. Obviously, I have friends that are still work for Principal and, and, and Standard of Oregon and other carriers. And finally... The COVID has taken a little bit of toll on our particular industry, the old income protection industry or disability insurance, as, as as some people like to refer to it. Numbers have gone a little flat. I think people now are having a bit of a hangover, for lack of a better term, with this going on longer and longer and longer than they thought. The good news is, is it sounds like vaccine. Chris, correct me if I'm wrong. Number three, I think it's AstraZeneca is right on the horizon. So, you know, as... Every politician tells us there's light at the end of the tunnel. Well, most of them do. Some say it's going to be a dark, gray winter. Um, I'm fairly optimistic that we're going to get to where we need to be. And even if it's early spring, my friend, you know, the sun will come up tomorrow and this will be something we just spend the rest of our lives talking about and not living every day. What are your thoughts? You know, it's a, it's a great point, Mike. I know you and I have talked over, you know, the last several weeks specifically. And we've almost chuckled about what our thoughts were back in, oh, March, April, May, that, oh, this, you know, come 4th of July, we'll be okay. Because let's face it, none of us had gone through anything like this. We didn't know what to expect. You know, Mike, and it reminds me of one of our earlier podcasts where we talked about a 100-day plan. That's funny, Chris. Which is really funny. I was thinking the same thing. Step back for a second. That's like when you and I decided to do the summit. We were laughing about that because it was like May. And it's like, man, we've been locked in our house for like 45 days. Let's do something for the DI industry and do a summit, you know, because by summer, everybody's going to be back at the pools playing golf and it'll all be forgotten about. So with you saying 100 day, please continue. But it makes me laugh that we were under the impression by July the 4th, you and I were probably going to be, you know, what? 
getting together physically and talking about the future of what we're doing, not still sitting here on Zoom calls. There is no question. And, and that whole concept of the 100-day plan was what are you as a producer going to do in the first 100 days when whatever cliche or euphemism you want to use, the fog lifts or we're starting to return to normal or returning to a new normal, you know, what are you going to do? Because, Mike, I want to piggyback on what you said. There's no question that things have slowed down. There's no question that there's a lot of Zoom meeting fatigue. You know, and then now we're going into the holidays and we're going into an increased spike in, in people contracting the coronavirus. But that doesn't mean that the people who listen to our podcast, those advisors shouldn't be thinking, what are they going to do when people's sense of optimism changes? And look, Mike, none of us know when that is. It's not, it's not circled on the calendar, but it will come. And I think to your point, Mike, is that the, the, the vaccines, are going to play a part in it, but we also know that 350 million Americans aren't going to be vaccinated in January, but a lot of good things are starting to happen. So I think it's really critical that we revisit the concept of the, hunt, the first 100 days. So all of our advisors should be thinking, what am I going to do during those first 100 days? Whether, for example, who am I going to reach out to? What marketing programs am I going to implement? Is it going to be in person or are we going to how long is Zoom is going to be around? So those are the things that I believe that as we got to go into what is the traditional planning season for advisors. In other words, they start planning what they're going to do for the next year. So in this case, what are they going to do for 2021? Combine that 100-day plan into that planning, and then they can get off to the best start possible. And Chris, I, I think that um, that advice is not only concrete as they say but awesome and you know to drill down even a little farther if you're going to do a 100 day plan look at your calendar right now it's already basically november 24 25 i i would assume early in in 2021 right now is the time to sit around when we're not most of us are not you know as they say swamped with business and swamped with everything take your client files, take your ticket. Now is the time to not only start that plan, Chris, write down every single person that you know, client, suspect, school affiliation, church affiliation, and begin to just write it down. Put it on a legal pad if you don't want to like do a time Excel spreadsheet and try to come up with, Chris, this is my, my, my challenge to everybody that listens. Come up with 100 names and I'm just going to say 50 or under, age 50 or under, or 55 or under. It's your call. 100 names. And commit to yourself, starting at the very top of that list. Phone call, as you said, Chris, Zoom, text, any form of communication. Reach out to that person. Do two things. Check with with them to see still how they're doing. That's more than fair. So we still need to be empathetic. It's getting harder. You know what? A lot of people have said, I don't care. I'm, I'm traveling. I'm not staying home. I'm going to get on a plane. I'm going to travel during Thanksgiving, regardless of who tells me what I can and can't do. And I'm not mad at those people either. I'm not a public shamer, and I don't think you are. But what I'm saying is write down a list of 100. This is your challenge, 100. And communicate to each and every one of those clients, suspects, possible suspects, possible clients, whatever you want to call them. 
and ask them the most simple of questions as we go forward into 2021. And you can put a positive spin on the COVID. It looks like there's going to be a vaccine. I'm not here to have a conversation whether you're going to get it or not, but we're going to have some change in our environment. Warp speed appears to have probably worked, um, regardless of who gets credit for it. That is, at the end of the day, as Americans, we don't care, Chris. But what I want you to do is ask. Ask this single question for 2021, because 2020 was a surprise. And Chris, I think it's fair to ask that client. Would you say, Chris, you're my client right now, so you get to role play for a second. Chris, would you say 2020 was a surprise? Absolutely. And do you love surprises like this? Not this kind of surprise, no. As they say, not all surprises are, are not all, not all surprises are pleasant surprises. So you've got now the mantra to say, was 2021 a surprise? It sure as hell was. This is something I never thought would happen in my lifetime. Nobody even knew that we had a pandemic before until we had a real, a, a second one. You know, you can have Spanish flu, you can have whatever. That, that's something that was inked in the history books until now. Now everybody's aware that this particular stuff in life can happen and be real. But here's my question to you as, as, as my possible client, my prospect, my suspect, my whomever. For 2021, let's not be surprised. Let's make sure that we have this risk protection package that's so imperative for you and your family in place and in order and locked up. Let's lock that thing up early on. Let's make sure the risk protection package, because you know what? Life is going to change. We're going to get busy. It can be an orthopedic surgeon that suddenly has 8,000 elective surgeries to do in 2021. So money will flow. Um, it's somebody that started a new business, a, a cottage industry as a result of the COVID um, became a full-blown takeout and no more dine-in and runs their entire business, which I've met a man that does it with empanadas. He's not even going to go back to a dining room. Only takeout, only delivery, and just keep running from there. So there, there's silver linings. But this is the time to say we don't want to be surprised like we were in 2020. So for 2021, let's make sure your risk protection package is current and up to date. And if you don't have one, we need to start to build it now. That's all you have to say, Chris. And if you do that, Chris Carlson and Mike Hagel have delivered to you nothing more than, if you're not a property casualty person, help for that property casualty agent, whomever that is that the person works with, and a life insurance and an income protection or disability policy for themselves, themselves single, themselves and their family. It's the way to go. And now is the time to do it. It's the easiest conversation to have. There's nothing magical about this. There's nothing mythical. Again, you and I always tell people, Chris, there's there's specialists for income protection, disability insurance all over the country. Reach out to them and let's get this going now. Let's not wait until March or April. Let's start the 100-day plan right after Thanksgiving. I'm giving you the reprieve to have the rest of this week have a blast and start writing your list on Monday of 100. And then Chris and I would like to hear from somebody, anybody, <laughs> that actually does this in the next 90 to 100 days. Don't you think, Chris? That's yeah, our Mike, challenge. Mike, it's a, it's a great point. And one of the things we talked about in that earlier episode was that when, again, the fog lifts, we get starting, the, the normals coming back, is that that is when most advisors are going to start putting together their 100-day plan. But by you already having the 100-day plan, you are able to start executing while your competition is still planning. And my last comment is what you, the role play you just did 
with the risk protection package, what it does is give that suspect, prospect, client the opportunity to use a cogism to get the bobblehead nodding. And once that bobblehead starts nodding, now you can engage in a, a deeper conversation. And many times the answer is going to be yes, let's do it. Sometimes the answer is no, but at least you're involved in the discussion and you're doing what you should be doing as a risk management specialist. Chris, it's our job, right? It, it is. It's nothing more than our job. And I, w- I would have to say solemnly that I now know, and I think every single person in America knows somebody a little more directly that's had an, that COVID has impacted them, a family member, um, a friend, a coworker, a little more significantly than you and I were talking about it in June. I spent June, you know, you and I talk every week saying, I don't think nobody directly, because I just got a, an email from a friend the other day, 45 year old husband, father of two children, the same age as my kids. So we're talking, you know, basically fourth grade and I think seventh. Rushed to the emergency room in Baltimore, Maryland because of COVID and because of the inability to breathe in a lung. Ventilator, the real deal. Sooner or later, it, 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 it's like everything. It's affected every one of us now at some level. Let's not be surprised. We can't ward off every single thing that happens in our life, but we can and also we don't have to be ill prepared. And this is just the one little step for all the producers out there that do this to tell somebody, I'm dead serious about this. I care about you. Now's the time. This needs to get done. And Chris, I will tell you one last little comment. In 2021, I don't know what the rules around COVID are going to be. Um, for underwriting. I do not know. Do you? I don't think anybody does yet, Mike. I, obviously, the carriers are starting to process information. I know that uh, Milliman came out with a report uh, recently regarding the results that they've gotten from carriers on COVID. It hasn't been a huge claim uptick, but Mike, I think you and I both agree that our short-term concern is if and how it affects underwriting. Agreed. So now's the time. So we, you know, Monday, enjoy the rest of this wonderful, one of the best holidays. It's a U.S. holiday. I keep reminding my Aussie friends, they keep reminding me, excuse me, they go, Mike, we don't do Thanksgiving. (laughs) So it's uniquely ours. Let's embrace it. Let's enjoy it. And then on Monday, let's start that list of 100. And Chris and I absolutely would love to hear from somebody. Whether you're over 100, you can tell us and we can try to help you figure out why. If you got 10 out of 100, it's a good start. If you got 20, my guess is you could probably get 25 to 30% of that group the first time around from my personal experience, Chris. I would agree. Mike, great chatting with you today. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Do the same, Chris, and everybody out there, try to make the most of this Thanksgiving holiday. It's still uniquely ours. Enjoy.